All right, lads, welcome back to me podcast, Cheaper Than Therapy. Mick Thomas here. How are you? Thanks for liking, subscribing, sharing, and coming on back. I do appreciate it. Available wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you get them. Spotify, iTunes, go over to, to YouTube right now. Watch the episode if you want to. I'm sitting in my daughter's game cubby again because long, I don't have the time to talk about how I get kicked out of my spots for podcasts every single fucking week. I'm trying to build a nice studio out there. That's not coming along because of other stuff. Wherever you want to go. Check out my other podcast, by the way. The Manxiety Show with my good buddy, Corey Brooks. Also, wherever you get your podcast from, it's available everywhere. So just to give a bit of, bit of housekeeping before we get into the episode, some dates for you to let you know for the for the people. Uh, Columbus, Ohio, August 4th. I'm at the Funny Bone. The Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. On the 5th and the 7th, I'm at the Dublin Festival. Check me out there, Ohio people. August... 12th and 13th. I am at the Minnesota Irish Festival at Comic Strip on August 20th. I love the Comic Strip. September 8th, I'm at the Pittsburgh Improv. And 9th and 10th, I'm at the Pittsburgh Irish Festival. Uh, I wonder why they hired me, right? Is it just like, let's put in any Irish person at any one of these festivals. And uh, November 25th, 26th, Floridians, Florida. I am going to be at Madcap Comedy Club where I might be, I still have to talk to my, um, talk to my management team, might be putting together a special, got too much material and I need to get rid of a lot of it so to make room for the new stuff that's coming on in. And I might just record a nice special down there at Madcap Comedy Club on Thanksgiving weekend. That should be fun. That should be fun. So, um, I didn't iron a shirt either. God damn it. Look at that. I'm an awful mess. Anyway, Welcome, by the way, I'd like to welcome all the new listeners and new subscribers. Uh, I had a bit of a growth over the weekend. I guess one of my jokes kind of blew up on Instagram. And as a result, all these new people are here. So welcome. It's like orientation. I want you to sit next to somebody you don't know. And, uh, you know, to get out of your comfort zone. Didn't you hate that when you started at a new job? I All I worked in when I came over here was like before I went into comedy. Uh, or even while I was in comedy, before I, I became a professional comedian, it was I would work in banks and it was always the same formula. And in the last bank I worked in, I used to design these training programs, so which was weird. But um, you would you would come in to um, to the new job and you would see someone in the back of the room that looked somewhat like, oh, this guy or girl is probably cool. Let me just sit and talk to them. And you do and you sit down next to them and... You know, and they're all, it's the same shit, right? And then the trainer comes in. And again, I was a former trainer. And then the trainer comes in and they go, all right, why don't you sit to somebody you, you don't know? Like, I don't know anybody, mate. Why you, can I just stay here? Please, can I just stay here? And then they would, they would be just saying like, oh, I, I want you to write down or tell your partner three fun facts about you. And then they're going to repeat it. And you'd be driving to the first day. And it's not on your first day on your job. And it was never, I hope this job is good. I hope I do well. Uh, I hope I pass the tests that they give me all this stuff during orientation. You're like, what fucking three things, what interesting facts about myself am I going to tell? And nobody tells the truth. Nobody walks in and go, hey, I'm, you know, I'm John. I'm, I'm, I'm Samantha or Becky, whatever. 
Yeah, what are your interests? Yeah, I like to be tied up and held underwater to the point of almost death. And then you pull me out of the water just before I die. Um, I have two corgis. <laughs> no one ever does that. It's always the same. It's always the same shit. And you're driving and you're stressed about what three things am I going to tell them about myself? That's considered fun. Tell them fun things about yourself. Jesus Christ, just can I do, can we just start the job thing? Can we just start the, the training so I can pretend to pay attention and go back to the job and get paid already? Can we just do, <laughs> try and make it. And then in those orientations, the funny thing is like, they'll ask you questions that you don't know. I'm new to the company. Why would I know the answer? So why would you think this is our model for our company? I don't know. It's my first day. How about we don't waste any fucking time and you just tell me what it is. You tell me what your motto is and why that's your motto and we can move on. Get us closer to lunchtime. I don't know. I just, I used to hate that man. I remember one time I went to a museum in, in New York, uh, the Met. I was in the Met and I went, I just basically went to use the bathroom. That's all I did. That's all I went. I didn't walk in and the guy wouldn't let me into the, into the Met. They wouldn't let me in. They were like, sorry, mate, you got to get a ticket. I go, look, I, the bathroom is right there. I just, I promise you, I won't learn anything. I just want to go. And he was like, nah, you got to buy a ticket. So I went up to buy a ticket. That's how bad I had to go to the bathroom. And I went, how much are your tickets? And they went, it's a suggested donation. I go, what do you mean? Just suggest a price and we'll let you in for the, 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 the ticket. And I went, and I handed my debit card and I went, 25 cents. And I went, come on, man, the receipt paper costs more than 25 cents. I go, well, you know what? Your security guy was rude. That was the only reason I'm doing So I paid it. I went in, went to the bathroom. I said, you know what? I'm in here now. Might as well kill time before my show. Let me walk around. Walking around and I jumped on this tour. And it was a tour guide. And he and he, and he was talking. It was in the Mets or in the Egyptian part. And he had this piece of pottery. And he said to, it was this German group. And he was like, uh, so does anybody know what this is? Do you know what this is? It was not, what do you think this is? If you were to guess, what would you think it is? It was, he held the pot up and he went, does any, do you know what this is? And he, and some woman in German, you know, she's German, she went, is it a fast? Something so, so put flowers in? And he was like, no, it's an urn. I'm like, well, why are you making her feel like an idiot? Why are you correcting her in front of this whole group of people? You're the one with the diploma on your wall, mate, about boring Egyptian shit. You know what I mean? So you go to, you go to these... These uh, orientations at work, and uh, that's what it is. That's what it is. You know, tell me, do you know what our motto is? Tell me an interesting fact. Or no, they go, tell me what your hobbies are. And there's always one person. There's always one person that just tell you they have dogs. And that's not, am I going to talk about dogs again for the third week in a row? Jesus Christ. This is ridiculous. This is three podcasts in a row I've mentioned dogs. Sorry, non-dog loving people. I apologize. Um, but they do, that's what they say. Like, what's one of your hobbies? I got two corgis. That's not a hobby, mate. That's not a hobby at all. That's two things that you own. You might as well say blue sweater, blue sweater. I have three remotes, way too much, way too many remote controls. Nobody cares about your corgis. Nobody, nobody does. Nobody gives a shit. That's not a hobby. It's not a hobby. Dogs are not a hobby. You know, again, fucking dogs. Here we go. So sorry. So sorry. Uh, dog people, I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching Caesar. The new Caesar Milan show is on Disney Plus now. Um, 
it's a new one and it's kind of more or less analyzing the the human now not the dog and the, like it's it's the funniest shit because like he kind of goes after the person like there's one episode and there's a woman she's like hey, i'm retired and i got this dog and the dog the dog won't behave itself and every time I bring him, I go take him in the backyard to play with me. The dog just goes and he plays with the bricks. And there's a tiny dog and he's trying to drag a brick around the backyard. And then Caesar just comes in and he was like, yeah, your dog hates you. You look, look at the dog. Like the dog would rather play with a brick than talk to you, lady. Maybe you shouldn't have got him. Maybe you shouldn't have got him. Maybe you should have just enjoyed retirement without it. That's all you should have done. It's got a, it's got a brick. Got an absolute... That's what a dog would rather play with. And he was like... And then they should put a warning up. They should put a warning up on the show because you go in and it's like there's one episode of Dog that bites everybody, right? And Caesar's got the magic... Whatever the fuck that is. It's never like... On this new show, it's never... Hey, don't try this at home. Right? It's never... It's never... There's no warning. You usually have warnings for everything. Everything, every TV show has a warning now. Hey, they might mention a gay person in this if you're offended by gays. There's smoking in this one, right? You could put on a, a movie with people getting their head chopped off. Like, violence, gore, rape, murder, smoking, right? It's like, oh, I was going to watch it. I was going to watch it, but a guy having a cigarette, I can't be watching that. That's ridiculous. Can't be watching that. So I, um... So yeah, I'm watching it and there's no warning sign. So the dog is biting everybody and Caesar just puts his back of his fist up like that. Right? Puts the back of the fist up like that and the dog is like, he can't, he can't bite it. And because there's no warning sign on it, you're just going to go, oh, that's what you do? So when the neighbor's dog goes crazy and all of a sudden then you're losing an arm, you come back in and you're just fucking blood spurting. Like, well, Caesar just stuck his fist in the dog's face. What are you doing? Caesar's a lunatic. Like my friend Corey, right? And I've never called. I've I said this to him, like Corey, the guy I do the other podcast with, the uh, the um, Manzidi show. It was he's got a, he's got a dog, right? And and Caesar does this thing on, it, and this is what made me think of Corey. He's like, because some episodes have a pit bull on it, right? And the the they're, they're talking about the pit bull, and Caesar's like, you know the stereotypes with the pit bulls. They that they're, they're vicious animals, and we I don't know what accent is that is that Hispanic is that French? It to, to kind of turned French a little bit at the end. Uh, he's like, you know, the pit bulls, uh, you know, they have this stereotype. They, they, they do, right? They do, because uh, Corey's dog is a pit bull and it's a fucking asshole. Sorry, sorry, Corey, your dog is an asshole. Like it does this, I go into the house and this is like months and months ago, the dog went to bite me because, uh, and Corey's like, well, maybe we tried to analyze the dog, right? Maybe we came in too fast into the house. The dog thought you were attacking him. I'm like, all right, that's fair. That's fair. The dog's got a temper. I'll accept that one. But now every time I go there, so I'm out there the other night and uh, recording a podcast and I just look down at the dog. I look at the dog and the dog just starts barking and lunges at me. And I and Corey's like, what, what happened? I was like, I don't know. I just looked at the dog. And then Corey, like, like it's my fault. Oh, you never look at a pit bull. You never look a pit bull in the eye. I go, what the fuck? Where is, where's the manual for that? Never look a pit bull in the eye. What does that mean? Never look up. So now I got to walk around your house and like, I, I do, I go out there now and I'm like, and the dog is down, like down by my knees and I'm just like looking around, deliberately not looking at, and the other dog, he has this beautiful moron. Uh, it's a moron of a dog. The dog's not called moron. I'm just looking around 
everywhere. I'm looking down. I just but not let the ground. Like I, I feel like I'm working for Mariah Carey or Jennifer Lopez. Just walking around that house, not making eye contact. Like I don't want to get fired or have a vase thrown at my head. That's what it's like. That's what it's like going to Corey's house with 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 the with the pit bull. But anyway, so I do. I believe pit bulls are vicious, and I know the dog lovers are going to be on here like, no, it's not. The dog, it's the owner. It's a little bit the dog. It's a little bit the dog. Come on now. Come on, it's a little bit the dog. But so, I know like so many people on there because it's a new generation because the last show got cancelled because it didn't like, didn't his dog, um, his dog apparently kill. It's not funny, but it kind of is. Uh, his dog killed Queen Latifah's dog. I don't even know if you knew that. I guess he just about in, I think it was like 2006, so they canceled his show because his dog, his dog, not like some other dog you went to help, his dog that's just got all the training in the world. He's the son of God in dog terms, by the way, I don't mean to offend any religious people. Um, this dog was at, hanging out with Queen Latifah's dog and he just murdered Queen Latifah's dog. And, that, and that's, I think, so then they took Caesar off the air. Like, you know what, we can't have you. We can't have you out there anymore, just, you know, ripping dogs. So this new one, he comes back, he's like, nah, it's about the people and a little bit the dog. So since 2006, right, the millennials grew up, and I'm not having a go at millennials, I'm really not. Millenniums or millennials? Millennials. I'm not even having a go at them, right? A lot of people do. A lot of people come down hard on millennials, and, and it's, uh, but it's like, they don't, it's just so funny to watch how they deal with, with problems so their the dog is um like one one couple a young couple in their early twenties, and they're just like they've these tiny fucking tiny dogs, and the guys are like yeah you know we can't uh, we can't have kids. I was like oh well one of them's got a sperm problem, maybe someone's got something wrong with their ovaries. Because we feel the dogs will bar- will bite the baby. So when you're trying to tell me you want to start a family, you want to have children in your life, you want to grow, you want to have you want to extend your family. And you're not going to do it because these two rats are going to bite your babies. Let me tell you something right now. Number one, you could get rid of the dogs. Uh, number two, when the baby comes along, you could just uh, kick the dogs out the way every time the baby comes along. Number three, number three, there are ways to integrate a baby into your new house with dogs. I've done it. I've done it. I got two kids. I've done, I've had a dog, rest in peace, Sadie, RIP. Um, right, I've done that. Or the last option is probably the best one. You sound like you shouldn't have children. You don't deserve to reproduce because if that's your way of thinking, you definitely want to stop your genetics. Talk to your father. Ask, is there any other relatives in the house to keep the bloodline going? Because you're not it, mate. You're definitely not. You should not reproduce. That's all I'm trying to say. You know, that that's that's what you should be doing. The, that answers that question. So Caesar comes along and he basically te- he basically kind of tells the man how to be a man, right? He walks up and he's like, listen, mate, just you, what, what's wrong with you? Like, there's so many um, just men out there on the show, like, they have no... And maybe it's a new generation, like, I don't know. They don't have a voice of, hey, stop that. Go on your bed. None of that. It's always, could you please stop? Oh, Bruno, stop. Don't, don't do that, Bruno. No, no, no. That And the dog's like, fuck you. 
Fuck you. I'll do it. I'll shit right over here if I want to. Look at me. Look at my eyes when I shit on your pillow. It's just, they're just insane. So Caesar, like there's a woman, like I said, she, he's just like, look, don't, don't have it. Just you, you, the dog hates you. The dog hates you. Probably all animals hate you. And that's, that's fine. Animals can sense that, that you're just, there's no point in having an animal. There's no point in having an animal. And it's just so many couples. We don't know what to do. And they're driving and they got the dogs in a fucking seat harness. Do you know what I drive around with my dog right now? And I have to hit the brakes every once in a while. I, I just think it's funny when he goes flying forward in the back seat. <laughs> I know, it's cruel. It's just fucking funny. Just to watch. Like that Lee, you hear the leash go on the jingle of the bells. It's just funny. And they've got little seats for the dog. Come on. We're off to the bank. The dog doesn't give a shit about the bank. You know? And they all and they always have to advertise when it's a rescue. It's a rescue. It's a rescue. That, that, just who cares just, you have a dog we don't care you're not a great person for rescuing a dog you're not a great person for it my dog I got it from a kill shelter in North Carolina right a kill shelter and the weird thing about that kill shelter is too they call you up and go listen before we give you the dog we have some questions for you I go what questions what do you need to know you're a kill shelter like, if I, if I want to come home at the end of a day and slather peanut butter all over myself and my balls everywhere and have the dog clean it up, it's still better than what you had planned for him at the end of the week. Do you understand? What questions do you need to know? I don't walk around telling people I got my dog from a kill shelter. It's my dog. Look at him. Isn't he awesome? That's it. Caesar's on there training people to watch him couples or sort of dogs like oh well every time we have sex the dog gets up and licks my ass i mean it's fine i don't stop him but we kind of you know sometimes when i'm not into that and i just when i tell him not to do it he just and that's what you're up against that's what you i i guess the new listeners who came over now i wonder have you checked out by now that's funny because i I did i gained a few listeners and followers over the weekend i guess i put a joke that went viral uh coming in at under eight million um and I appreciate that. I welcome you to new people. And I do. I hope you stick around. Hope you follow me on my journey at my shows if I'm in your town. I do hope you stick around. You know, but judging by a lot of the people on there, I'm getting a lot of great messages, by the way. A lot of, a lot of nice messages and like nice comments and stuff. Some comments, not so much. Because like, I think when you hit 8 million people, like nobody gets 100%. Like the Dalai Lama, if he tweeted like to, to 15 million 50, nobody has a 100% ratio of making people happy on, on Instagram, Twitter, any of them. Any of them. I don't have Facebook or Twitter or that stuff. I just have the, the IG. But nobody's got a 100% record, right? So some people will just attack me like, like I did something to them. It was a joke. But my favorite people on there, and don't do this, please, guys. It's just a joke. And all my other jokes are like this. They are just jokes. There's no meaning behind them. There's no in-depth thought to it. So some people are arguing the joke was about a conspiracy theory. uh, And I put a punchline to the end of the conspiracy theory. But people are on there calling me dumb because uh, I don't believe in conspiracy theories. Which, first of all, I said theories. And I do believe in them. But the joke doesn't work if I explain every fucking theory, you morons. And then the other one are the people who are questioning the science of the joke. So just... For those people who do question the science of the joke, the joke, um, 
First of all, three nuns didn't walk into a bar. A guy on a desert island didn't find a genie in a bottle. A horse did not walk into the bar and the man definitely didn't say a white long face. A guy did not come home to his wife with a talking duck under his arm. Um, you know what I mean? If I say knock, knock, I'm not, I'm really, I'm, there's no door there. All right, I'm just trying to explain to you new, new people that for who want to attack the science of the joke because it would be different if I was you you heard it first here on this platform you're looking at me I'm in a in a box right now and it looks like a TED talk if I kind of stop telling jokes you're like that's not true that's not what you're saying is wrong one guy said fake news I go it's well I read it somewhere and then some people are saying well I saw that already somewhere yes you did I saw it somewhere hence I made a joke about what I saw because I say that in the joke I didn't make up a conspiracy, add a punchline and steal everything. I'm trying to explain to you how jokes work for the people who have followed me, the new followers on this joke. Like, they're, they're just jokes. And of course, I didn't write the conspiracy theory. I read it somewhere. I heard it somewhere. And I added a punchline to what I heard. I'm trying to explain to you how joke work, jokes work. All right, so again... All of the above, like I said, these things don't happen. So they, they don't, don't write to me, don't message me and explain to me the science of why. It did. Now you can do stuff, which I see a lot of people and I've tried to respond to everybody and great joke and I respond to them. Some people are saying facts, but also funny. That I get, right? You, you like the conspiracy because you heard the same conspiracy I did. And I added the punchline. That's kind of what I was going for. So for those of you who just joined me, I, I don't know if you've checked out already. Like, you know, when you kind of, I don't know, maybe you went, you went, you got like a timeshare. I went to Disney. I go to Disney all the time in Florida. Um, and I went one year and they go, hey, listen, do you want to come to one of our time meetings? Like, I'm not into that. My wife said, why, what? And they're like, listen, if you come with us, we'll give you a special pass that for the rest of your trip. And it was like day one. We're there for two weeks. It's like for the rest of your trip, you get to go to the front of every line if you sit in this timeshare. And I go, you know what? We're giving up an hour there and will save us hours on the online at the other thing so kids got an ice cream bar for the kids while we're in the meeting and you walk in and you sit in a meeting and you're like i shouldn't have we shouldn't have come to this this is this is not for me this is i'm sorry i'd like to leave right now but i'd just be embarrassed to do that so i'm hoping the new listeners and the followers are not like that um but in closing welcome aboard new listeners welcome aboard new followers i do appreciate give me a thumbs up on the podcast if you like it give me a thumbs down if you don't throw in a comment what you liked what you didn't like i love a bit of dialogue i love to talk to you um follow me on instagram follow me on tiktok i might sit tiktok tiktok i might set back up a twitter again just to post videos that's it no here's my stance on anything you're not gonna get any of that shit from me you're not gonna get any political opinions from me i'm not political um so I might put back up a Mick Thomas comedy on Twitter. Uh, I might I might do the face. I might just replace the dumb videos. That's all it is. So I'm going to keep putting on videos um, on on Instagram and stuff on Reels. I put one up a day, I think. I do, yeah. I put one up every day. So anyway, thanks so much for liking, listening, subscribing, sharing, passing it on to people. And thanks very much for coming on back. This was episode 169. That sounds dirty. 169. Um, but yeah, thanks so much, uh, guys. I appreciate it. And as always, wash your hands, you dirty fuckers. Good luck to you. Good luck to you.